You're listening to Average Joe Sports Talk Podcast with your boy E. So here we go, baby. Episode 18. And this week has been insane with sports headlines and accomplishments and first time events. Come on, man. Browns get the first wins. The Buffalo Wills upset the Vikings, the heavy favorite Viking by shellacking them today. I mean, come on, look at all this. Look at all these headlines, all right? But first, no bigger headline than your boy, Tiger Woods. Caps has come back and wins today the FedEx Tour Championship for his 80th PGA Tour win of his career. Five long years. Perkins Restaurant, hide your waitresses because your boy Tiger Woods is going to be on the prowl tonight celebrating this historic comeback. Unbelievable. Happy for the guy. I'm a fan of him on the golf course. Again, don't condone what he did, but he's paid his dues. I mean, karma is a complete B-I-T-C-H because this guy went through multiple back surgeries that would end any normal individual's career. Had to reinvent his swing because it's not easy. When you're an athlete and you're used to doing one thing for so many years and reinvent that particular skill, especially a golfer, which is all about habit and repetition to come back. I mean, well worth it. He's been back all year long. He's had six top 10 finishes in major events. I mean, this is a guy that was ranked at one point, 1100, almost 1200 in the world during this whole comeback issue. He started the year in January at 656, ranked 656. He's projected to go 13. Kudos for him. He birdied his first hole on Thursday and did not look back. Had the lead for the rest of the tournament. Typical Tiger style, great iron play, getting in and out of trouble, but it's insane how somebody that basically two years ago was not even, wouldn't even know if he was going to come back because of all the nerve pain and back and back issues. It's unbelievable. It's just a great story that has Hollywood written all over it. It is time. And right now, get ready. Your boy's going to be favoring every event. Give him props, man. He's going to get busy. In November, he's going to play Phil Mickelson with 10 mil one-on-one. He's going to take that. And let me tell you something. Today was rough. He got paired with um, Rory McIlroy who had a good final round. Justin Rose actually was put in the heat until today, and it was a great tournament. He finished 11 under for the tournament. Today wasn't his best day, best round, but typical Tiger, man. When Tiger would take those leads, he would just play good enough and strong enough to, you know, to keep up. Shout out to my boy Tiger. He is back. He is back. And you got to give credit to somebody that's gone through what he's gone in life. Throw the, you know, the stuff aside that happened with his wife and the porn stars and all the uh, unfaithfulness. Physically, man, what this guy's been able to accomplish, no other athlete can say they've come back from an injury like this. And I know people say it's golf. You're not getting hit. You're not, you know, but at the end of the day, you still have issues. You got to use your body. You know, your back is a huge part of your swing. And dude, much props to Tiger Woods for winning it back. And let me tell you something. With all the great football games that were happening today, all the great headlines in football, I'll guarantee you everybody and their mother was tuning in to the golf channel. Or wherever they're playing this game. And I was watching. I don't even know what channel they were born on. But I, I watched everything from like 3 o'clock on. Because Tiger Woods is back for golf. Nike might come back and start selling golf clubs again, ladies and gentlemen. Because they stopped because Tiger Woods wasn't doing great. Again, your boy's going to be ranked number 13. And he just won his first major tournament. His first victory in the PGA Tour since 2013. That's just a fairy tale story. It's unbelievable. And get ready. There will be a movie made about this guy. And about this particular time in his life. Shout out to Tiger, baby. Go buck wild tonight, brother. Go get busy. Do what you do, man. You're not married anymore. So now you could just get buck wild. 
All right, my man, moving on to football. Of course, we got to move on to football, man. We got to get busy up in here, man. The Cleveland Browns won their first game in almost in over two years. That is a historic freaking event, man. Bust out the beer coolers, baby. Let the butt life flows to the streets of Cleveland. Butt life, dilly dilly, is the drink of choice nowadays. Forget champagne. That's for the riches and the famous, baby. Cleveland is blue collar, baby. The biggest win in Cleveland sports is the Cavs upsetting the Warriors two years ago. Out goes Tyrod Taylor. Here comes Baker Mayfield. And guess what, man? Hugh Jackson gets to keep his job for one more week. Maybe two more weeks. I think this one bought him a couple of more weeks. So the Browns got busy. And, you know, let's think about it. Another great effort by the defense. The Browns could have been 3-0. If they had Greg Joseph instead of Zane Gonzalez since the first week, they would have actually been 3-0 because the first two games were lost by field goals. That's it. That's the plain truth. Let's give a shout out to uh, Baker Mayfield. Not a fan of Baker, but Baker... Deserves some praise, no doubt about it. He came in while Tyrod Taylor only had thrown for 19 yards, was not moving the ball. Baker threw for 201, 17 for 23, 94.9 QBR, insane. And then, of course, what about that trick two-point conversion of him catching the pass, the Philly special? You know what I mean? What about Carlos Hyde? I mean, this game had more storylines than, than a Spielberg movie, you know what I'm saying? So what about Carlos Hyde? Is in the hospital expecting his, his kid. Leaves the hospital, goes to the game, goes in. He rushes for 98 yards, two tough TDs on fire, goes back to the hospital and makes sure he's there when his kid is born. Dude, how can you, how can you even think that? How can you write that? Nobody can write that. This is insane. I mean, so the Browns finally win. Baker definitely deserves some praise here because he came in and moved the chains, unlike Tyra Taylor, which now the job is Baker. And if probably couldn't, if it could have been written, written better for this kid, no, I don't think so. This is probably the best case scenario, the best storyline that you could actually think of for Mr. Mayfield to get his first win. Y'all, Juice blessed him with 103 yards. He's been he's been catching a lot of balls, man. He's he's proving his uh, tag of being a a dink and don receiver to this year averaging over 10 yards every reception, man. He had another another great game. Did not score a touchdown because he was one of those you know grinded out games. And um, again, that defense, man, that defense is out of control. That defense, it's 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 actually you know it's not gonna blow you out, but it holds man, it holds team, it holds lead, it creates turnovers. And I'm not talking that running turnovers for scores, but when they hit you, they hit you hard. And dude, that was that was the thing. They shut down the 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 actual uh, Jets in the second half. It was unbelievable. Another you know another unsung hero here is Greg Joseph. Greg Joseph went two for two. One of the field goal was 45 yards. What more can you say? Like I said earlier, Greg Joseph would have been in the team. Instead of Zane Gonzalez, this team would have been 3-0. Like I said, they were close. They got to get it. Props to the Browns. They deserve the win. You know, it's it's, it's the, um, it, they deserve the win. They, they've, been, they've been struggling for so many years. I don't agree with Hugh Jackson still having a job, but hey, you know, I don't know. Crazier things have happened. And talking about crazier things, what about the Buffalo Bills against the Vikings? There goes my suicide pool, ladies and gentlemen. I cannot believe that the Vikings... I don't know what the Vikings did last night either. They went out of the town thinking that, hey, this game is soft. It's going to be easy. Let's go. Let's go to this trip look and get buck wild because they looked at they were playing with a hangover. I mean, Kirk Cousin flinging 55 times, one TD. I mean, yo, nobody was able to be, nobody, nobody was all over the place. I know. I mean, Devlin Cook is a big part of this offense, but come on, man. I mean, they had a total of 14 yards rushing. Are you serious? This is the Buffalo Bills, a team that allowed the most rushing yards in the season. And on the other hand, yo, Josh Allen, which I've been hating on, not a fan either, because I don't think this kid's ready. 15 for 22, very efficient. Didn't crack 200 yards. Had a, you know, a TD, you know, threw for one TD. But the other part, he did it with his foot, with his feet. 
39 rushing yards and two TD. And what about that run, man, for uh, for the first down that he uh, leaped over one of the defenders? He is very athletic. I've always said he has a gun. The kid can sling it. Not accurate at all. It, it's going to be, it's one of those wins that you did not expect. It destroyed my suicide pool. I am not happy about this game. So shout out to the um, to the Buffalo Bills for upsetting. This is one of the biggest upsets in a very long time. I have no idea. Uh, there's a lot of gamblers right now jumping on the top floor in Vegas. I mean, this this talk about not covering the spread or the, or, or the prediction. This is insane. And moving on to my G-Man. And remember, I'm going to talk the games that I think matter to me. All the games that I freaking enjoy. Because this is Average Joe Sports Talk. It's my show. I talk whatever I want. I'm going to talk about whatever game I want. I'm not going to go over every single game. Forget about it. It's ludicrous. But the G-Man. Finally, my G-Man came up, baby. Now... My G-Men finally came, did their thing. And this is kind of like the stat line and the production that I thought my Giants would be able to put up against last week, Dallas. I understand, you know, the Jags D, it's insane. But against Dallas, the way they lost last week, it really, really pissed me off. But this is stat. This is the kind of game, this is the kind of performance I expect the Giants to do against a good team that has a good offense like Houston, which, by the way, hasn't shown up all year long. I don't know what's up with Deshaun Watson. He needs to he needs to dump uh, Mia Khalifa, bro. That's a sign, dude. You're 0-3. So Eli Manning, another, he's been passing, he's been very, 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 you know, efficient with his passing. Hasn't been able to throw it down the field, but today got two touchdowns in. None of them went to Odell, but you know what? He was able to throw touchdowns down the field and, you know, 25 for 29, he he had over 10 yards uh, uh, completion, threw for two TDs. Saquon Barkley had 17 carries, 82 yards, another touchdown. So this is what we got Saquon Barkley because we think Eli can put, that's that line of, you know, 300 yards, 250, two TDs, you know, with, 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 uh, you know, with old OBJ back there, with Odell Beckham and, and Shepard and Engram, who, by the way, left the game hurt, and also uh, Saquon's Barkley's production. And look, Saquon had another five catches for 35 yards, man. And he had one catch that he, he looked like a wide receiver out there. The truth, man, the kid is nasty. And this is kind of the production I expect from the Giants. And I hope we get to see a lot of this more often. Balance attack from the offense. Damn, bro, what's going on with Houston? I mean, Deshaun Watson had a, a good game, probably the best game of, his, of the year of the season so far. Not great completion percentage, but he did throw for 385, threw another pick. Uh, man, I don't know. Our boy um, DeAndre Hopkins has been missing in action. Will Fuller had another touchdown, had him in my fantasy league. He he, he, he got me paid, bro. I cashed him definitely in that game. He got me paid. The rushing, the Giants completely shut down that rushing line. I mean, they shoot, man. Alfred Blue, Lamar. Lamar, who's been actually been putting up some yards, man, could not get anywhere. They rushed for a total of 59 yards, and that with 36 yards from Deshaun Watson. You know, every time he had an opening, because he didn't have anything open downfield. So my G-men are back, baby, and I hope we get to see more of this. This is kind of the stuff what we that Pat Shermer drew up in um in Minnesota. So now moving on to the Saints and Falcons. Yo, what is it with Drew Brees? Every game is involved. I said last week with the Browns again that defense is involved in a shootout, bro. First Fitzpatrick in Week One, and now him and Ryan were. Ballin'. I mean, I'm talking about balling. Dude, there was more points score here than I don't even, I, I can't even remember. It was 43-37, the Saints taking it. And, bro, let's take first, let's go over Drew Brees, man. This guy is like the ageless wonder, man. He's up there with Brady. He went 39, he went 39 for 49, completed 39 for 49, 396, threw for three touchdowns. And what about him rushing two, two rough Rushing touchdowns. One was a quarterback sneak. Nobody expected. And, and what about that spin move? And he just, boom, plugged it in there. I mean, he is like, like reborn. I love watching this. I mean, come on, man. And what about Michael Thomas, bro? Talk about a beast. The dude's a beast. I think this year he's the best wide receiver. Drew Brees has targeted him 45, 40 times. And he has caught 38 of those targets. 
come on, unreal. It's just plain unreal how this cat is just plain nasty. Another shootout. Now, yo, not Atlanta, not too shabby. Your boy, Matt Ryan, Matty Ice, like Colin Cotter likes to call him. He went out there, 374, 26 out of 35, five touchdowns. And what's up with Julio Jones, man? He hasn't been able to catch Julio Jones in the end zone, man. I don't know if they're guarding him a lot. He's been putting up a lot of yards, but haven't been able to catch him. Now, Calvin really came off, blew out of here today, man. Seven reception, 146 yards, three TD. Where the hell he come from? You know, Muhammad Sanu, eh, you know, he, 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 grabs, uh, he, he grabs scums, you know, he got the crumbs, you know what I'm saying? But it was a great shootout. It went to overtime, and Drew Brees had that quarterback sneak. Game over. Great, great game. A shootout. These two teams were balling out. These two teams so far get the balling out. Trophy of the of the day. And what about the 49ers and Chiefs? And the only reason why I want to touch on this game is because Pat Mahomes, this kid is unreal. Again, he went 24 to 38, 300 over 300 yards passing again, threw for three touchdowns. This guy has 13 touchdowns in the first three games without throwing a single pick. Kansas City is 3-0. They beat San Francisco 38 to 7. And tonight, he didn't even get Tyreek Hill involved. It was all Sammy Watkins again got another TD. Kareem Hunt got another TD. Had a couple of, you know, rushing touchdowns. Again, dude, this guy's ridiculous. This guy's just plain ridiculous, man. I mean, he is the truth right now. He's the truth. I mean, dude, Andy Reid, man. I, I think I know what Andy Reid is the man. He'd know what he was doing by um, letting this kid sit for one year. I think he saw it. He saw the, you know, the writing on the wall. Ah, for San Francisco, tough luck, man. Jimmy G is out. Torn MCL or meniscus. He's out for the year. Man, I mean, I saw the play that I got hurt on. Again, I don't know why these quarterbacks don't just go out of bounds. And yes, it was one of those things. He didn't even, nobody went for his legs or anything, which is the way that you just plant, man. Plant your foot or whatever. Just run out of bounds, bro. You will still be playing next week. On the other hand, you know, hey, he could probably be home right now with his uh, porn star girlfriend, you know, getting taken care of now for the rest of the season. Nothing really exciting after that. Mahomes is the truth, man. He is balling, balling again all day, every day. And I got to give a shout out and some local love, man, to the Dolphins. Everybody knows I'm a New Yorker, transplant that lives in Miami. I mean, not Miami, but really close to Miami. And um, South Florida has been my home for the last 14 years. I don't mind watching the Dolphins because I don't root for the Jets. But the Dolphins are 3-0. Defense stepped up again, had a couple of tough picks against the Raiders. I mean, the Raiders were actually leading and they were leading this game. The Raiders were, the Raiders were up, man. The Raiders were up 17-7. to on the third quarter. So, yo, they, they had this game, but Miami stepped it up in the fourth. And let me tell you something. This team is responding very, very strong to Adam Gaze. Everybody criticized Adam Gaze for why did you let that guy go? Oh, what is up with not signing uh, Landry? He wanted guys of his own. Adam Gaze is the old school throwback coach that he wants players to buy into the system. If they don't buy into the system, I don't care how gifted athletically you are. You're gone. You're gone. Look at Juice, man. Landry, Landry is, is putting some crazy numbers. But he will not fit into the system. And this guy is a systems quarterback. He's just an offensive mind. And they're running trick plays. I mean, what about that Aaron Wilson who had a day of days? Albert Wilson, I'm sorry. Who had a days for days. He threw for a 52-yard touchdown on a reverse fake play. For a 52-yard touchdown to Grant. It was insane. And then he went ahead and caught another touchdown on another long play, I mean, dude, they're running these bootleg plays. Look at Jakeem. Jakeem Grant has been the reception of all these trick plays. Kenny Stills, there was not a lot of receptions here, but man, it was it was very efficient. But they scored. They scored 28 points. And and on, on all these tricks and set plays, y'all give Tannehill some props, man. Threw for three TDs, 289, another efficient game. He's looking better and better. Again, 
Tannehill is not the mountaintop quarterback leader that you, people think, but he's better than a lot of quarterbacks out there. And I think for the first time ever with a decent line, protecting him, giving him time to throw, he's minimizing mistakes. And remember, it all starts with Tannehill's legs. A lot of guys don't, you know, don't remember this guy used to be a wide receiver, so he definitely got some great footwork. And um, yo, I mean, shout out to the Dolphins, man. 28 to 20, they're in first place and they're 3-0. So Adam Gase, whatever you're doing, man, keep doing because it's working. And let's recap around the league real quick. Uh, right now, right now, Detroit is leaving is leading three nothing to uh, the Pats. I'm not could care about this game. I don't care if it's like the Cinderella game of the year. Now tomorrow, the Steelers and Bucks. I expect a lot of offense. Expect a lot of offense. Maybe I'll maybe I'll publish this uh, podcast on Tuesday. So like that, I could maybe react on the Pittsburgh Steelers game or not. Maybe I'm just gonna post this tonight and I'll do my own private one and I'll do a single one for the Steelers. Just to go around the league pretty quick, anything, there was not a lot. These were the games that meant something to me, but the Pats and Lions, I said, Lions are leading 3 nothing. could care less about the game. That is going to be boring as BLAS, uh, as balls. You know, the Raiders and Dolphins got busy. Uh, the Colton Eagles, Carson Wentz has came back 25 out of 37. Good showing for somebody that got hurt and had an ACL. Uh, where we go, the oh man, the Packers lost to the Redskins. Boring game. Aaron Rodgers doing it all over again. Adrian Peterson, the storyline of this game. Can't believe that. This guy's like 40 or 50 or what, how old this guy Adrian Peterson is. But in running back years, he's like 50. In running back years, 19 carries, 120 yards, 2 TD. I mean, he does this like every year. I mean, not he, he does this for like the first four or five games, which I got to keep remembering, man. I got to pick this guy up and put him in one of my low lineups, even though he's going to be worth too much money next week in DFS. Panthers, uh, one thirty-one to twenty-one. I mean, McCaffrey had almost two hundred yards, one hundred eighty-four yards with twenty-eight carries. Uh, Andy Dalton got busy, three hundred and fifty-two yards, not enough to get him over the hump. And the uh, top baseball game of the day was the Titans beat the Jaguars ninety-six. Yeah, it was a freaking baseball score, nothing but field goals. The Titans are two and one, and they keep winning these ugly, ugly games. And everybody gets hurt. Mariota had to come in. He was. Not supposed to be in in this game to begin with, but he's the but the backup Blaine Gabbard got hurt like the first series or second series. Nothing really to talk about. Blake Bortles being Blake, twenty one out of thirty four for one fifty five after throwing for four touchdowns last week. Hey, that's Blake Bortles for you, baby. Up and down all day, every day. Ravens uh, beat convincingly the the Broncos, twenty seven to fourteen. Joe Flacco got a nice little comeback game. You know, John Brown all of a sudden has is doing what he does is. You know, five receptions, 86 yards. Nothing interesting in this game either. Chargers and Rams. Everybody knew the Rams was going to come busy. All, all I know is that Jared Goff is bowling out of his mind. Efficiency leading this team. What about Todd Gurley? Again, over 100 yards rushing. Another TD. He's just been insane. Robert Woods is, you know, your Feast of Fam guy in DFS. He had 10 receptions and 104 yards. 35 to 23. This is the team to beat this year. I think the Rams are the team to beat this year. They're just too good, man, on both sides of the ball. Ridiculous defense. When you got Gurley, what about Cup? Second-year player. Did you see that? I mean, he was an insane 52-yard touchdown. Uh, he broke that tackle and took it to the house, baby. Woods, unbelievable. I mean, you, these are your receivers. I mean, Brandon, I mean, you got also uh, Cooper. No, I mean, Brandon Cook, I'm sorry. I, I'm, I'm, I'm speechless how many weapons this team has. It's not even fair. It's Madden football, pretty much, people. Oh, the Seahawks actually beat the um, the Cowboys. They got the first win, man. You know, Russell Wilson, you know, efficient game, threw for two TDs. And that's that's it. It was pretty boring. I'm glad the Dallas lost. You know, they couldn't play like this against the Giants last week. Oh, no way. They did play like this against the Giants last week. Just the Giants did not play the way they played today. So, hey, you know, we could have been two and one. Bears and Cardinals, 16 to 14. Yo, the Bears are two and one and the defense keeps winning. 
Again, Mitchell Trubisky always been overrated. Jordan Howard does what Jordan Howard does, pounding ground. Got a TD, first TD of the year, but that's what he does, man. So let me tell you, it, it, who the hell is Christian Kirk? He has seven receptions for 90 yards in Arizona. Uh, by the way, Sam Bradford, no surprise here, got hurt. And uh, Josh Rosen made his debut when uh, I think four for seven and threw a pick. So anyway, that team is so sorry, man. It's going to be, they're going to be the lovable losers of the year because right now the Bills are not anymore. Cardinals, you're it. Lovable losers of the year, now the Cardinals. So, hey, man, that's it pretty much, man. Steelers and Bucks tomorrow and Monday night. And it was an insane week in football. Talk about, talk about football, baby. Shout out to the Browns. Yo, big win. Hopefully they can win a couple more this year. And, of course, the Buffalo Bills for upsetting the Vikings, which nobody knew. Thanks for killing my suicide pool there, uh, Buffalo. Sports Talk and Fuego Headlines. All right, so Fuego Headline is back this week. Don't have a lot on Fuego Headlines, but guess what? We got something, though. Still kicking it off. Floyd Mayweather plans to fight in Japan before a Pacquiao rematch. And last week when I was doing my Canelo and Triple G reaction and commentary after, you know, the fight... Uh, Floyd Mayweather and um, our boy Manny Pacquiao saw each other at a, at a club in China or something like that or a concert. And they were saying and Mayweather kept saying that, hey, man, easy money in December, baby, easy money. I'm going to I'm going to come and fight him again. But the fight's going to happen. But it needs to do a tune up fight first in Japan. The opponent has not been named yet, but it's a good sign because that means that it's going to happen. Again, I actually want to see the rematch. They're probably going to give him some cap drivers who could beat up and stuff like that. But as an MMA fighter, he's going to fight again in the ring and boxing instead of the octagon. So that's good, though, man. He needs to, you know, he needs to warm up, man. Pacquiao's been fighting. He's been active. So, yeah, he needs to uh, get a tune-up fight. I hope this fight is better than the first one. I hope there's not enough dancing around like the first one. It's more of like, yo, more like Canelo and Triple G. I don't know. These two OGs are, are pretty old. I, I, want, I want to definitely see this. Next headline. Jimmy Butler requests a trade. We all know that, man. Right now, this is a hot topic. I can't believe the NBA, man, just keeps coming back even a week before press day and before training camps even opens. Bro, you know, the NBA keeps buzzing. They know that's a lot of buzz going on in the other leagues, the NFL and now golf. But the NBA is like, yo, man, I'm going to keep throwing some buzz up in there. So, yeah, the latest guy that wants to get traded, a la Kawhi Leonard, is Mr. Butler. He doesn't want to play with the team anymore. He met with... uh, Thibodeau, Tom, uh, who's the uh, also the head coach and the president of operations for the team, and would like to get traded before reporting to Timberwolves Media Day. That's right now supposedly what the team wants and what Jimmy Butler wants. You know, he said he has three teams in mind, but the favorite so far, he prefers the Clipper, but doesn't mind the Knicks because both teams has the cap to sign. Well, the Knicks have the cap to sign him. He wants to go to L.A. Everybody wants to. Uh, but Butler told uh, the Timberwolves that he planned to leave the franchise and the free and next free agent summer. I mean, Butler's 30 years old. He's looking for a max contract. That's all he wants the money. He w- he's even willing to go to the Brooklyn Nets because they have so much money that they could meet the cap and give him the max in free agency. So Butler is not about the rings. He's all about the bling. He's all about that money. They know that the Clippers and the Knicks are his priority teams. This trade is going to happen because yesterday, Wolves gave max a max contract to Carl Anthony Towns, 190 mil. That's your money right there, Jimmy. Because you ain't, ain't going to have the money to pay you next year. They know who the franchise player is. They know who they want to build the cornerstone. Who's the cornerstone of that team that they want to build around is Carl Anthony Towns. Jimmy's sturdy, like I said earlier. And you know what? I'm a Knicks fan. We could use Jimmy right now, but not for a max deal. We're going to get stuck in another mellow scenario where we have nothing but old goods. You know what? He's 30 years old, man. I would have taken you with a max deal of 25, 27, maybe. Not like that, bro. You're, you got skills. 
But man, as a Knicks fan, I cannot fathom spending all that money a max deal on you, bro. I mean, it's deal's gonna happen. Uh, this the you know writing's on the wall, and it might happen. It's definitely gonna happen before the season starts. So, yo, there you go, everybody. This is your boy, E-Man. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Keep listening, man. I had a spike in downloads last week. I kind of doubled my amount. I don't know what happened. Somebody somebody from, like, another country started listening to a whole bunch of episodes. I don't know. But, yo, keep listening. Keep downloading. Subscribe to the podcast. Again, thank you for listening. I'm about to drop a video on the um, on some NBA stuff on my YouTube channel, and I'll share the link with everybody. Follow me on Twitter. Your boy, E-Man. Average your sports talk. Peace. Oh.